Uh, let's go over to 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles, you guys. 2 Chronicles chapter 1, uh, verses 7 through chapter 12. Verses 7 through chapter 12. Um, excuse my charisma when I read the word. I read it uh, like I'm reading at home. So I'm going to just act like I'm in the shower and I'm reading the word. It says, that night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered to God. He said, well, God, since you asked that question, you have shown great kindness to David, my father, uh-oh, and have made me king in this place. Okay. Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father, David, be confirmed, for you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now, check this out. When I get to heaven, I want to holler at Solomon because I want to ask him about this next, this next verse right here. He said, God, give me wisdom and knowledge. God said, ask for whatever you want. And he said, God, give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people for who is, is able to govern this great people of yours. So God said to Solomon, yo, my son, I like what you said. Since this is your heart desire, you have not asked for a million dollars. You ain't asked for possessions or honor, a.k.a the blue check mark, or 100,000, 1 million Instagram followers, nor the death of your haters or your ex is. <laughs> and since you have not asked for a long life, but instead you asked me for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king. Now, this is the dopest part of this whole scripture, in my opinion. Therefore, I'm going to give you wisdom and knowledge. But check this out. Because you got the wisdom and the knowledge, I'm going to give you three million. I'm going to give you the blue check mark plus a million followers, such as no king who was before you ever had and none after you will have. For the next 30 minutes, 30 minutes and 20 seconds, um, I am going to be talking on the subject of mo money, no problems. <laughs> mo money, no problems. It was 1997 uh, when the great Notorious B.I.G. wrote the song, Mo Money, Mo Problems. And y'all, before, I say about 18 years ago, I would have argued with Biggie. I don't know, hey, Biggie, no, mark, no, pro, no money means a lot more problems. <laughs> uh, I remember because I remember being 18 years old, racked up in debt, $35,000 in debt, in Oceanside, California, homeless sleeping in the back of my car, contemplating suicide because I had no money. And the reason why I had no money wasn't because my family was broke. I'm blessed to have four loving parents. I think my mama's watching right now. Hey, mama. <laughs> I love you. Um, forgive me for what I may say about you, but it's all good. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, I didn't have um, all of the financial education uh, that I could have had, I should have had, uh, but my parents taught me everything they knew, uh, but they didn't know everything either. And so at 18, 19 years old, I'm kicked out of school. I'm homeless, sleeping in the back of my car. I'm contemplating suicide. I'm questioning my relationship with Jesus Christ. 
All because I didn't have the money. All because when I got the money, I spent the money on others to look good for them. But then when I was homeless, them was nowhere around. But when I had the money, them, bad grammar, was all around. And so when Biggie came out with this song, Mo Money, Mo Problems, I'm like, man, what, what, where are you at? Because how come it can be no money, problems, Mo Money, problems? But I beg to differ that. If we live by this word, Mo Money, doesn't mean no problems, but those problems can turn now into inconveniences. And I'd rather have inconveniences than problems. Because the right money, more money, millions, billions, led with the foundation of this word, this ain't no problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If God gave me the million, where the problem coming from? These are now inconveniences. And so when I really started applying this word to my life, I paid off all my debt. I paid it all off. Today I'm sitting in front of you debt-free 100%. Yeah. Built my dream home, then turned around and sold it during COVID because I wanted to get another dream home. So now I travel around the world with my mentor and good friend, Mr. Dave Ramsey. And... Um, and I love it because it's like I get to go around teaching people how to pay off their debt, avoid debt, avoid student loans, build wealth, build lasting wealth, true wealth for your families. Don't just look like you got the bag. Have the bag. And when we have the bag, I'm not saying stuff will not happen, but the stuff that happens just turn into inconveniences because we've been good stewards led by this word with the resources God is giving us. So today I want to talk about we're going to get more money, but we're going to have less problems because we're going to be led by this. So here's, I'm going to give you five quick things, five quick things, because, you know, I'm a black preacher, so I only got 26 minutes and 23 seconds. And so I got to hurry up. So Baltimore County, BWI, Columbia, y'all got to ride with your boy. You know when I come here, uh, for those of y'all who do know me, you got to break out your pen and your paper. All right, you got to break out your pen and paper because I'm going to go very fast, and I got something special for a lot of us in this, in this room today. So I want to give you some knowledge. There is some knowledge. There's a difference between wisdom and knowledge. Knowledge is what we receive, right? It's the information that we obtain. Wisdom has two pieces. Wisdom, check this out, YouTube, is the wise counsel that we receive. But then the other flip side of it is how do we apply the wise counsel and the knowledge? That's wisdom. Okay? That was a wise move you did. What well, was that's the action? You applied something. You did something. So I firmly believe that the caliber of our financial future will be determined by the choices we make with the knowledge and the wise counsel we receive today. So I'm going to give you five principles on how you can avoid the problems and still get this bag. So here's number one. Write this one down. Here's number one. Get the bag. Earn it. <laughs> That's the very first one. You got to earn it. Isn't it funny? We sit here all day long. Yeah, you know, I'm going to start a business. Yeah, I'm, I'm a business. I'm an entrepreneur. And you working at home with no entrepreneur skills. You have the vision, but you're not, you don't have any action with the vision. You say you want the job promotion, but you're still acting like the season that you're in. Oh, true story. I was on a call with Dave, uh, and this guy called in, and he says, hey, Dave, um, 
you know, and, and just let me say this up front. If you call into the Dave Ramsey show, more than likely, if you ask the wrong question and you don't listen on Dave's show, you will get hung up on. Now, on my show, I can't do it just yet. But it's coming, please believe. So this guy calls in and says, hey, Dave, thank you so much for accepting my call. I'm so glad Anthony's in there because you're the old guy and I like the young guy, Anthony. So Dave is already like, oh, strike one. He says, hey, Anthony, I need some help. I said, what you need, bro? What you need? What you need? He said, yeah, man, I need to make some more money. I said, okay, cool. What do you do for a living right now? Man, I work for PlayStation. I was like, PlayStation? What? Okay, that's what's up. So you, you like, you make video games? You, you, you do the controllers? He was like, no, nah, I play the games. I was like, okay. You play the video games. So you like go in and you, you're testing out the games when they get done? He was like, no, nah, I'm sitting at the couch at home and I'm just playing the games all day long. And I was like, oh, my Lord. And Dave's face, he's just an older white guy. You see it just turned from white to red. Like, he's ready to get in there and talk. Say, hey, Dave, I got this. I got this, bro. I got this one. Let me talk to the young cat right here. Uh, I said, how much you make? He said, man, I make about 10 grand. I said, look here, man. Uh, true story. I can't help you. I can't help a lazy man. I can't help a lazy individual. If you don't want to go get the bag, don't call in here and ask me because what you're looking for me is to justify you sitting here in your comfort zone and not willing to step outside of your comfort zone to go get what you got to get. Then he sit here and says, well, I'm married, so I got to do something. I'm getting married. I got to do something. I want to be like, well, who was your fiance? Because she was a fool for saying yes. <laughs> you sitting at home don't have no work ethic, you want to play a PlayStation, but you want to be the head of your home? You don't want to provide for your home? I was like, nah, he, hang up. Hey, uh, darling, whoever said yes to him, please call into the show. Actually, don't, don't call into Dave's show. Call my show. We can have a real conversation. How many of us are sitting in this room? How many of us are watching online? How many of us get up every single morning Go to our jobs knowing that God called you to start a business. How many of us are sitting in this particular career space, you're on this particular position, but God called you to be the supervisor, God called you to be the manager, but you're scared to step out of that chair to go get this particular bag? You're scared. You may be lazy. You may feel uncomfortable. But here's the truth. I remember myself, when I left full-time ministry to come work with Dave Ramsey, I left a very comfortable position because I saw something that was there. And I said, God, I'm going to step out of what's comfortable for me, and I'm going to go get the bag. Not just the bag, but I'm going to go do what you called me to do. And what I love about this is there's nothing wrong with making money while doing what God has called you to do. We have to stop feeling convicted and feeling bad that God has called me to this. God has called me. No, if he called you to own a restaurant and serve people and even serve the homeless, when you're serving people and charging people, charge what you're worth. Because that's ministry. It's ministry when I get to go to your restaurant and eat some good food. It's bad ministry when it doesn't taste good. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so you've got to earn it. Here's number two. When you earn it, give some of it back. 
When you get the bag, give some of the bag back. I'm not going to live on this one too long because this is Union Church. We give at this church. We are givers. We understand it. This is the secret sauce to building wealth. About two years ago, Ramsey Solutions, uh, we did a big study on over 10,000 millionaires. Millionaires. People who make in between $50,000 to up to $75,000 and have accumulated a net worth of a million, $2 million plus. And what we've noticed with all of these individuals, okay, nearly all of them, it's like, it's like 92%, they all give. They give to their local church. They give to their local community. They're just givers, givers, givers. The Bible says, what well, it is best to give than it is to receive. The secret sauce of your wealth is what are you keeping in your hands that God can multiply? That's the secret sauce. You're thinking, well, if I keep this hundred and go do this over here and go start this over here, I can flip it into that. Do you know what God can do with your 10% is way more than what you can do with a hundred? So I talked to God. I'm going to keep it real with you, okay, Union? I'm going to keep it real with you, Baltimore, you know, BWI. Check this out. I talked to God. When I'm in the shower, I'll be talking to him. Now, he is my Jesus. I respect him. But then sometimes I keep it a buck with him. I'm like, look here, God. Uh, you got me right here. But I want to be right there. I need a million. I need a million dollars a year. So you give me a meal, you know, a hundred? What's a hundred? I'm going to give you 200. You gave me a meal. So when I give you this 200, you can give me two meal. And then when I give you 400, you can give me four meal. Like I talked to God for real. I want him to know when you bless me, you don't have to question if you can trust me with what you've given me. I'm not paying the electric company before I give God back his. Because I wouldn't have the money to pay my mortgage if he didn't give me the money. So the secret sauce of building wealth is not within your mind. It's in what, what are you giving? How are you showing God, yo, you can trust me? Y'all out here teaching your kids the latest hip-hop songs, the latest dances. Or are you teaching them how to be the most generous person? Are you teaching them generosity? Are you teaching them, hey, when you see someone in need, bless them? Are you teaching them when we go into the church, if I gave you $10 for doing something around the house, you're going to give a dollar to God? Are you teaching them those, those principles? Or are you trying to let, let them go viral on YouTube, on Instagram? What we need to make viral is generosity. What we need to make viral is that kingdom churches like Union are impacting the world because they are the most givers. It bothers me to see the world leading when it comes to giving and the church is being spectators. Union Church, y'all bless 1,600 families. I believe that one day y'all gonna be blessing 16 million around the world. Here's number three. Here's number three. I got to go. I got to go. I got 17 minutes. Lord, have mercy. Here's number three. Once we get the bag, we got to give some of it back. Number three is we got to manage it. Manage the bag. You got to manage the other 90%. 
I'm gonna give you some practical things. I'm gonna give you some practical things. Here, how, here is how you manage the bag. Here's number one. Live on less than what you make. Stop living paycheck to paycheck, you guys. Stop, stop it. How many purses do you need, ladies? <laughs> Respectfully, how many wigs do you need? <laughs> I feel eyes on this side, so I'm gonna come over here. <laughs> How many Jordans do we need, brothers? You know what I'm saying? How, what? what? One of my um, young ladies who, who I uh, dated, she, she, she convicted me. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. She said, Anthony, sometimes I feel like you be flaunting your money. It's because you debt free. <laughs> I was like, er? But inside I was like, am I? And here's the truth, y'all. I'm the money guy. And she was right. We got to make sure that we live on less than what we have. Here's number two. Pay off all your debt. Get out of debt. If you're going to manage your debt, well, the Bible doesn't speak negative. about. I mean, he speaks negative about debt. He doesn't speak positive. Doesn't say you're going to hell. Doesn't say it's a sin. But everything he talks about in the Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. Do you want your children growing up being slaves? But we helping Gucci kids. We helping Wells Fargo's kids. We helping a lot of other families. Brian Bullock, y'all campus pastor. What's up? B? What's up? He has a great book out on Legacy, and he's talking about what are we doing for everyone else and what they're doing over here? But what are we bringing home for our families? We're making everyone else wealthy. We're making everyone else rich. But what are we doing for our families? It's a lot of children on the Forbes list. Will your kids be on there? Nah, nah, nah. You know, see, some kids will be on there uh, because they have a lot of airline miles that was passed down to them from their parents. They got the 800 credit scores that was taught, but they have no wealth. How do we manage it? Budget. Write that one down. Budget. Budget, budget, budget. Now, here, here, here's the truth, y'all. Um, I budget my money. And uh, true story. <sighs> there is no secret. I'm a single brother. Okay? I'm a good-looking single brother. <laughs> good-looking, debt-free single brother. You know? And I have no shame in my game saying... I budget my money. Budget doesn't mean you broke. Budget means you wise. So on my budget, every single month, I have a line item that says dating. And I put a number in there. And when I go out on dates, I spend, ha I, we can order whatever's on the menu as long as it's within that budget. <laughs> you ain't got to ask me as long as it's in that budget. Now, once that line item is gone, I'm sorry. Not sorry, but I'm sorry. So I took this young lady out. This video went viral last year. Uh, single ladies, y'all going to hate me, but you'll love me. Uh, brothers, I need y'all to have my back, okay? Uh, all my brothers, please. Baltimore, BW, have my back. YouTube, have my back. I already feel the ladies looking at me like, what you about to say? <laughs> 
So I took this young lady out to a restaurant, took her out to Virago, Virago in Nashville, Tennessee, a very high-end sushi spot, high-end. It's nice. It's fire. Uh, so, she, you know, I pick her up from the house. She got on the red bottom. She looking cute. I was like, girl, you look good for real. Yes, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> um, get into Virago. We have a good dinner. You know, we chilling, having a good time, peaceful night, take her back home. You know, then she sends me a text message two days later. She's like, hey, that first date, it was all right. Um, I was like, all right. You must not have saw that ticket, shot at me. What's going on? She said, on our next day, can we go to this particular restaurant? When she said this particular restaurant, I know it. They only serve 12 people a night, Thursday through Saturday. $250 a plate. During that time, when I took her out, I had just built my first home. So I don't do any debt. I put 50% of it down, okay? And I spent a lot of money to do the interior decorating on the house, cash. So a lot of money for that month was being allocated towards my house. So this is my response. Hey, listen here, Queen. Um, uh, if we still dating next month, uh, I, I added to next month's budget. So I was like, okay, cool. So I sit on an iPhone. Y'all know iPhones. You get the dot, dot, dots. Android, I may come join y'all after this story. She so got the dot, dot, dot. And I'm seeing, like, okay, cool, there we go, there we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. An hour later, I'm still looking at the dot, dot, dots. She didn't respond. I called her that night. She ain't pick up the phone. Called her the next morning. She ain't pick up the phone. She ghosted her brother. So two months later, I'm on a Tamron Hall show, a national show talking about money. I go in there often as, a, as her financial expert. And so um, when I get off of the show, you know, my publicist hands me my phone. She says, hey, someone's been blowing up your phone. I'll look at the phone. <laughs> It's your girl. <laughs> BWI, this is what she said. Hey, cutie. I just saw you on the Tamra Hall show with that red fit. Boy, you look good. What's up with that second date? Now, let me be real with you. Brothers, I pulled a ratchet move. I started talking to my publicist, and I was just hitting things on the phone. I want her to see the dot, dot, dots. <laughs> and as soon as I got done typing, I deleted it all and ghosted her too. <laughs> Seriously, if I can go back, I would have called her. Because I was in my flesh, I'm going to be honest. That, that was not godly. That's why Jesus came to die for our sins. Anyways, um, the video went viral, and, you know, I put it on YouTube. The video went viral. It was all over Shade Room. So, of course, we talked since then, and, um, you know, I, I explained my position. But a part of me was this. God convicted me about a year and a half ago. He said, Anthony, you're out here impressing these ladies that you're dating. 
Don't get married and you have to tell your wife no because you told your girlfriends yes. He said the problem with single people is they don't manage their single seasons correctly. The number one reason for divorces and marriages is not because of infidelity. It's not because of sex outside of marriage. It's because of finances. It's because two people, when they were single, were not managing the season correctly. They had all the red bottoms. They had the wigs. They had the looks. They had the Jordans. They had the cars. They had the swag. But they had no management. And so they come together with all this debt, with all this information, and nothing is solid because when we were single, we were trying to be impressive rather than being impactful. And God dropped this to me. He said, Anthony, if you focus on being impactful to the right one, you'll be impressive. The problem is you're impressive, but you're not impactful. You're not building nothing. You look like you got it, but you have nothing at all. And so if you're going to manage it, manage it well while you're single. So that way, when I get to my wife, my wife says, hey, babe, yes, ma'am, can we go to Hawaii? Yes. We're going to leave the kids at home? No, we got to take them. Cool beans, we got the bag. I don't want to get to her and be like, baby, well, wait a minute. You know, while I was single, man, I just, I didn't. Okay, let me, let me go get some extra hours. Let me do this. No, I want to be able to say, yes. I want to be able to tell my kids, yes. So I have no problem telling them no, because the right person, when I say no, will understand he is stewarding his money and the right person like, yo, he's telling me no today so he can say yes tomorrow. And so for us singles, we got to do that. And watch this. When we get married, okay, I'm not coming to you as your pastor because he is married. I'm coming to you as a financial guy in this space who knows money not as a married person. The problem when I sit down with married couples when it comes to their money, they treat their money like they're still single, but they're married. He pays the mortgage, I pay the car. He pays for uh, TV, I pay for the phones. He does this, I do this. What happened to we came together as one? What happened to, hey, one day we're going to build wealth that's going to pass down to the kids, not, hey, you're going to build this part of wealth, I'm going to build this part of wealth, and I'm going to give this to the kids, you're going to give that to the kids. No, it's we are going to do this together. I'm debt-free. The moment I get married, if she got debt, I'm no longer debt-free. Y'all pray for me. (laughs) You know? Because now we become one. And so we are going to pay off our debts. (laughs) And when we get on the Dave Ramsey stage and we are paying off the debt, oh, her hand is going to be hurting because I'm going to be squeezing it. We did it. (laughs) When she's telling her story, well, you know, when we were single, Anthony was debt free. I was. But God, he sent me one with debt, and you're worth it, but Lord, thank you, Lord. Why? Because it's together. It's to, we're building this thing together. There's no such thing as your money, my money, you pay this, I pay this. No, babe, all of it goes into the same pot. We all have the same vision. We're all going towards that. We're going to manage it well. Because we want to leave an inheritance to our children's children. We want to build something and enjoy it now. 
I want my family's last name to be a hashtag before I'm gone. So I'm going to manage my season well. Pay off your debt. Get a clear vision for your money and live on less than you make. Here's number four, because I got four minutes. Here's number four. Multiply it. You know, here's the problem that I see uh, when it comes to when we get the bag, we spend the bag. As soon as we get the bag, we get the latest and greatest things. Any of you all, actually, I want to ask you, don't raise your hand because I know y'all, y'all, y'all just going to lie in the church. Uh, <laughs> YouTube, you're at home. You chilling still in the bed right now. Uh, you know, any of, you, any of us in this room, not in this room, don't, don't do it. Uh, YouTube, in, in your bedroom, uh, have you ever gotten your check on Friday? And by next Friday... The check was gone. That was me. I'll be real with you. It wasn't next Friday. It was by Tuesday. <laughs> the money was gone. Why? It's because we're not spending time and we're not actually having a budget. We're not telling our money what to do. 30% of us in this room invest. 70% of us have nothing invested for our future. The average person, when we get into our 70s, we're going to need about $300,000 in our retirement time just for medical bills. The average minority leaves their family with bills and benefits. The benefits are only enough to take care of the bills, not to build wealth. We're not out here buying property. We're not here buying land. We're not, here, not out here starting businesses. We're not out here investing into, you know, 401ks and uh, growth stock mutual funds. We're not out here multiplying and flipping our money. What we're doing is we are the number one consumers, but we're not the number one creators. But by me, by just by my knowledge, by understanding what I know, we are the most creative people, but we consume the most. What do we consume? Hair and fashion, which is why I asked y'all earlier, how many wigs do we need? <laughs> Multiply. Let me give you some practical, 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 practical. Write this down. If you have a job, I want you to write this down first. You're going to get a 401k, and you're going to go in this order. If you have a 401k, look for this first, a match. If your company is matching, you're going to take advantage of that after you pay off all your debt. Okay? After a match, you're going to look for a Roth. Anything with Roth means your money is growing compound interest tax-free. That's that money, good money. Smile at that. Talk to that. Tell them to go have triplets when they get in there. You know, tell them to set records. After a uh, Roth, look for a traditional, all right? Then if you don't have a 401k, then you'll come over here. You'll get you a, a growth stock mutual fund, okay, which is covered by a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, whichever you want to get. I always say go with Roth. Because here's it is, it's gonna grow, it's gonna grow, it's gonna grow. Then for your kids, open up a 529, a 529 college plan. This will allow you to raise, not raise money, but allow you to put money into it and it will grow interest, not interest free, but it will grow with compound interest and your kids will go to college without racking up a lot of debt. That's just the basis of it. Now, I got a question. Because I just believe in this church, and so does your pastor. Um, first 10 hands raised. This is what I'm going to do. Because I believe in this room, there are some people who genuinely want to help and start changing their financial lives. 
and start building wealth so their kids can be wealthy, so their kids' kids can be wealthy. I'm going to give away 10 free Financial Peace University classes with myself, Dave Ramsey, um, and the other personalities. It's a one-year subscription to all of our classes. We drop in brand new content in there every single week. If you want that, just raise your hand. 10, first 10. Uh, campus passes, y'all find the first 10. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's about 50 in here right now. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to give it away. And, and I got something for everyone after this. If you don't get one, calm down. I got you. Because uh, I, I love y'all. I love you. Now, here's the last thing. Here's the last thing. Because y'all looking at me like, really? Y'all still got your hands up. Ten are gone. <laughs> y'all like, I'm going to get one. By faith. Yes, by faith. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, here's the last one. Here's number five. I want you to write this down. After we do all this, let me be real with you, man. I want you to enjoy it. You work hard. You get up every single day. You work hard Monday through Friday. I want you to get your wigs, ladies, for real. <laughs> and let me be real with you. I want your man to buy the wigs for you. Okay? But let's be real, husbands. Don't be shamed. When I get married, baby girl, I'm like, hey, babe, I want to get a wig. Good. Make sure it look good. <laughs> Don't bring home no cheap wig. It need to be real. Go to the real expensive one. Don't go down to that one. Go get the car you want. You want the Mercedes? You want the Bentley? You want the Maserati? Go get it. Go get the house you want to build. Go do what you want to do. How is it that we serve a king, but we're going to live like this? No. We're going to make sure that we have our priorities taken care of. Once we have our priorities taken care of, enjoy it. But do not take care of your priorities and enjoy it, and you have no money. You have no margin. I have to tell myself every single day, just because I have the money doesn't mean I need to spend it, Anthony. I was about to buy this one particular car. Your pastor knows it. And I was like, I can't do it. I was going. I was going. And my mentors was like, don't do it. Just because you have the money doesn't mean you need it. You're not at this season in your life to where your margin is that big to where you can buy that kind of car. I was like, but I got the bag. This is what my mentor said. I have a bag 10 times of yours, and I still wouldn't buy that car. I said, <laughs> let me go get this other car. <laughs> so listen, enjoy it. I don't want you to get this message and you feel like, oh, I can't enjoy my money. No, I want you to. But before you enjoy it, I want to make sure that your home is secure. I want to make sure that your marriage is comfortable. I want to make sure that your kids, kids, kids will know your name because you left them something. During my single season right now, my vision is the wealth that I'm afforded to build, that it's not just for me. I bought some land recently because one of my mentors told me this a few years ago, Mark Cuban. He said, hey, uh, we can continue building houses, but when God left, we can't make no more land. So I'm buying land, and I would never see and reap the rewards from that. But my kids will. Because our kids cannot inherit something what we do not create. They can't inherit your credit score. They can't inherit your reward points. But they can inherit cash. They can inherit wealth. And wealth is not just money. 
but it's the wisdom and the knowledge that we pass down. So I want to do this because some of y'all were looking at me when we gave away those 10. Like, brother, I know you're not going to do that. You know I love you, but you just lost all the cool points. And I felt you, Baltimore and BWI and YouTube. So because I love you all, this is what I'm going to do only for Union Church, okay? And if you're watching today. So if your people don't go to Union Church, this ain't for them. Tell them they need to come to Union. Be a part of Union. Uh, because this is the best church in the state of Maryland. Yes. So this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Because the music plans, so when the music plays, you know, it's my time is up. Uh, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Um, if you text Union uh, to the number that's on the screen, 615-930-3431, everyone today is going to get a free 30-day subscription to Financial Peace University and Ramsey Plus. But you have to text that number today, and you can literally watch all the videos within 30 days. But there's so much in there. We're really teaching people how to build wealth without racking up debt. Dave has built a hundred million plus empire off of this philosophy. We're going to teach you how to pay off your debt, teach you how to build wealth, teach you how to set up your kids, teach you how to start a business, and it's free for 30 days. Anyone else gets it free for three days, no, seven days, but Union's going to get it for free for 30 days. But you got to text that number by one o'clock. One o'clock, you two, one o'clock. So I would text it right now. Also, when you text that number, I'm going to send you back um, our, a copy of our Everyday Millionaire Study. And this is where you can see how are millionaires actually living? Who are actually millionaires? Y'all know the number two millionaire out of 10,000 was a school teacher making $60,000 a year. But how they are investing their money, how they're living below their means, and some of them are driving Mercedes, living in half a million dollar homes plus, but they have a net worth of a million, two million. And we're going to show you all that. So you got to text that number to get all the information. And then you'll be able to text me back and forth. That's a good thing. Everyone's standing. Everyone's standing. While you're standing, I want you to ask, I want to ask this question. I want you to be very honest. I want you to be very honest. How many of us in this room can honestly, honestly say in some area of my life when it comes to my money, I can do something better with my finances. Raise your hand. My hand is raised too. You too, raise your hand. In your bed, just raise it at me. Baltimore, BWI, raise, raise, raise. Good. I felt, <laughs> when she told me that, she was like, just because you're debt free, you still try to show off a little bit. And I said, Wow, not trying to, but even myself as a money guy, I have to remind myself every day, live below your means, A.O. You don't have to flaunt like them just because you can. God is trusting us with our resources, and I want God to know he can trust me. So sometimes I have to check myself every day so I want to pray for all of us in this room, not just for you, for me, not just for you watching, for me too, that God will continue to show us how do we make more money without racking up more problems. 
How do we make more money so we can be more generous, set our kids up to win? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you for the knowledge and the wisdom you have given us, God, to be more fruitful, to multiply, to be better stewards with our resources. God, I'm praying that when we go home, some of us can go home with our families. Some of us can go off to brunch and grab something to eat. And I'm praying that, God, at that table, we go home and we start challenging and start asking questions. What can we do better? How are we going to do better? So, God, as we're driving back to our locations, wherever we're going, God, drop it in our spirits. What do we need to do to have more money but no problems? So, God, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you for this conviction. We thank you for this time together. God, we love you. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen and amen.